I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in episode 43 of the Dynasty Debates, the best kept secret in all Dynasty fantasy football coming at you hot off the press. I am your humble host, Evan Brown. As always, the humblest host. You can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates. You can even drop an email, DynastyDebates at gmail.com. We are continuing on with building the big board. We've got a Another two wide receivers to talk. Nate the Great is back again. Let's get into it. One quick thing before we go. Don't forget, go to the Dynasty Nerds, sign up for the film room, get 15% off with code FFEvolution, and thank me later. Enjoy this episode. Something is wrong with you! I got a fever! Adam himself could not resist the temptation of rookie fever! We are back again. Nate, thankfully, he um, he did not get too offended with my disagreement with him over Sky Moore. We've patched things up. We've had a Guinness um, over the internet <laughs> for the over the airwaves here, and we've patched things up. We're back back again, back in the saddle to talk two more prospects here, and we have an interesting duo here that we're going to be discussing today. So first up is. My man Nate here, guests first, as always, we're talking Alec Pierce. So Alec Pierce is a pretty interesting, pretty interesting prospect, actually, for me. Um, Cincinnati. So he comes out of he comes out, comes out of Cincinnati. So he's a Bearcat, which is really fun. It's kind of a weird, um, very weird name as well. I feel like it's cross between two animals, a Bearcat. But hey, it's fun to say um, he's a senior, 21 years old. He was a three star recruit. Um, coming out six foot three, 211 pounds, nine inch hands. So he's got a good solid build, nice solid build for a receiver there. Um, he really tested really well at the combine, like way better. This is what's confusing to me. And I'm really interesting to hear Nate's take on this because he tested like way better, way more athletic than I thought he looked on film, which really confused me. Um, so he ran a four, four, one forty, which is great. He had a 40.5 inch vert, which is insane. And a 10 foot nine inch broad drop, which is really good. Like a lot of these guys are like 10, two, 10, four. So 10, nines on the higher side. Um, in high school, he was a multi-sport athlete. He played football, volleyball, track and track and basketball. So he was all over the place. Basically, if there was a gym, he was there playing some sport. Um, he was a two way player in football. So he was offense and defense. Um, he had a 19.3 breakout age, which is 82nd percentile. So that's pretty good. Um, and a 21.3% college target share, which isn't great, 57th percentile. So his 17.34 yards per catch is the fourth highest ever for um, UC pass catcher in a single season. He missed some time in 2020 with an injury, but nothing too serious. There's no like long-term or nagging injuries that I'm aware of on his profile. And in 36 games, he had 106 receptions for 1,851 yards and 17.5 yards per reception, 13 touchdowns. So again, 
Not going to get into my opinions or thoughts and takes yet. I want to hear what Nate has to say. Nate, what are your thoughts on Alec Pierce? The testing numbers were incredible. Um, and I, I, I heard coming into the NFL Combine, people were expecting him to test well. And I certainly wasn't expecting the numbers that you know came out. I was kind of, it's the vertical is not too surprising. He definitely has, you know, a strong lower half. And I think that's what we see with the 40 yard dash, because there's a difference between the testing numbers and the play speed. He He's going to, he's, he's fast, but he's not a guy, guy that's going to create a ton of separation at the next level. And I think that's where you have to kind of differentiate with Alec Pierce and figuring out that, yeah, he tested well. Yeah. He had a four, four, one. But just because he can run fast doesn't mean he's going to create separation. There's a lot more to creating separation than just running fast. He's going to be able to test defenses deep. He's going to be able to do that. But he's not the most crafty route runner. He's not uh, great in and out of his cuts. And part of it's because of his size. You know, it's hard to get low when you're six foot three, 213 pounds or whatever. Um, but he does it all well enough that he's not going to be a liability running routes to the next level. Um, and that's not what his game is. His game is the contested catch. It's the out jumping, out leaping his cornerback. It's being physical. It's it's being a possession receiver who, even though he doesn't create a lot of separation from his defender, he's able to bring that ball in no matter where it is. He's got very long arms. You know, he's got great hands. I love how strong his hands are. He secures the ball very well after the catch. Um, you're not going to offer a lot of yards after the catch, but if you throw it to him, there's a good chance he's going to come down with it. And, you know, there is a role for that in the NFL. Um, I actually comp him a little bit to Adam Thielen. I think, you know, maybe not a guy you're going to consistently rely on on screens and stuff to get yards, but, you know, someone you're going to feel comfortable throwing the ball to and is able to kind of challenge the defense deep to keep them on on their toes, but more likely just going to get you a bunch of, you know, 10, 15 yard chunk plays where, you know, he, he's stopping on a curl route and you throw the ball to him and he, he uses his body to get between the ball and defender and then catches the ball. You know, that's going to be his bread and butter. It's not going to be taking the ball on a slant and taking it to the house. It's not going to be consistently testing the defense deep. It's going to be those intermediate routes where he's going to make his money. And there's definitely a place for him in the NFL there. And then, of course, with that size and the leaping ability and the strong hands, He's going to be a red zone threat. We've seen that with Adam Thielen as well. Adam Thielen is a threat in the red zone. He's always coming down with touchdowns. We keep talking about how he's, how he's going to regress with his touchdowns, and he just keeps scoring touchdowns no matter what. Um, so I think Alec Pierce is going to kind of fit into that role very well. I think it's a, it's a great comp because they, they really play very, very similarly. So um, not a guy I'm super excited about, but, you know, he has more upside than a lot of the guys that are being taken around him because I think he's going to fit very well into NFL scheme. He's not going to be an elite wide receiver most likely because he doesn't have that on the field athleticism, but he does enough that any team that has Alec Pierce, I think is going to be happy with him. And Mel Kuyper was talking about him during the NF the college football season as a player that NFL scouts liked a lot more than, media scouts and you know people like us who are looking at football players because Alec Pierce does everything fundamentally well and NFL teams like that scouts like that so he's going to be a guy I think the NFL is a little bit higher on than we are so when he gets the better draft capital than a lot of us expect you know not to overreact to that but to understand that that shows he's going to have a solid floor at the next level 
and it's gonna make him a safe prospect. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely really well said because you know for certainly some of the things that really surprised me, like with the with the the athletic testing, was I just you know one of the things I noted about him was like I just don't feel like he has much initial burst off the line, you know, and then but then he's he's got this forty inch vert and everything, and you're like that's about burst and about your short area quickness and things like that. So it was very confusing, um, but I do like a lot of what you said, you know. The thing for me, what I found so confusing was he. I felt like he was very hit or miss with his contested catches. I feel like he would make some almost incredible catches. You're like, whoa, holy cow, that was incredible. That was amazing. And then the very next one, you're like, dude, like what? Like, you know, like I don't, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, hands and, um, you know, his hands were, were solid, were good. He plays with good physicality, which I think that ties into the NFL side of the real NFL liking what he brings to the table because he's big dude, plays pretty pretty physically. Um, yeah, I thought he was quite stiff when he was running and his routes weren't very sharp. He was quite lumbering with his routes sometimes and things like that. So again, you know, like you said, it's 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 easy to see. He's not probably going to be that elite wide receiver, you know, the top, the alpha dog or whatever, but he could very easily be like a really solid dude that like really helps his NFL team and could be a really solid wide, you know, red zone threat. Um, but yeah, I mean, my final note on him was just like a really interesting prospect who lacks elite traits, especially agility and burst. And that's how I, I see him is that he is a really interesting prospect. And I think that if he gets, you know, that solid fourth, fifth round, you know, draft capital, he hopefully will continue to develop, you know, cause he has, obviously he has a level of athleticism. He probably just needs better coaching, better, um, you know, just some time to kind of adjust maybe to that next level. To your point, I'm not like jumping through hoops to get him on my team. Um, but I'm interested. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly like if he's in that area of, you know, for me, the third round, somewhere in the third round, then I'm certainly willing to take that dart through. Cause like you said, he certainly has, in my opinion, he has a higher ceiling than, you know, um, a Romeo dubs or, you know, some of these other guys personally, that that's the way I see it. So for me, he's probably a third round pick. Um, and in a super flex, you know, that probably pushes him down even a little bit further. So he could be a late third round pick, but certainly somebody I'm keeping an eye on around that area. And, and he could certainly be at the top of, of a certain list of players, you know, like once you're getting into those rounds, but where are you at with them? Are you a little bit higher than that? Or are you kind of around the same range? I'm, I'm about the same. I consider him a third round pick, maybe like an early third round pick for me right now. Um, if he has a good landing spot with a pretty solid path to opportunity, then I'd even be willing to take a shot on him at like the very end of the second round, you know, with a good landing spot, you know, and I, when I say end, I mean like literally like 211, 212 probably. I do, I'd also want to say, you know, when I comp these guys, I'm not saying that Alec Pierce is the next Adam Thielen. I'm not sure he <laughs> yes. has that ceiling. Adam Thielen's a very good wide receiver. Yeah. But I, they do exactly. have a similar play style. You know, <laughs> Alec Pierce obviously tested a lot better than Adam Thielen did. But, you know, watching their their gameplay, you know, it's it's very similar. And I think they offer a lot of the same upside in, in their yeah. play style, like with the touchdowns and such. Exactly. And to your point, I mean, Adam Thielen took a while to get, you know, to break into the league. He didn't, you know, he was a UDFA, was he not? Um, and then worked yeah. his way into the league over the first couple of years. Um, you know, really didn't become a a solid high level receiver for two, three years into the into his life, you know, NFL life cycle. So yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, that makes sense in this, you know, in your in your idea of like you're not saying that this is who he is or that's what he's going to be, but you're saying those are the kind of traits or those are the kind of like play styles. And you could see a path like that, you know, possibly where he's, he's very, 
able to contribute in certain areas. Um, I would, I would definitely think he need to get, he needs to get better at his route running. If he's going to, if he's going to live up to an Adam Thielen type role, but no, absolutely. I understand where you're coming from with that. Um, we are going to move on here to talk about my guy in this episode. And it is a guy whose name is very fun to say, Don Terrio Drummond. I quite like saying that name, Don Terrio Drummond. Um, he comes out of Ole Miss. So he's a rebel. A rebel without a cause. He's a redshirt senior, 24 years old, which I'm guessing that's going to really put off some analytics guys. <laughs> They're not going to like this this 24 year old dude. He's he's an old man already, and he hasn't even played in the NFL yet by their standards. So three star recruit coming out of high school, six foot one, 215 pounds, nine and a quarter inch hands. He ran a four six five forty. Uh, which is not great if you're keeping track at home. Um, 34 inch vert, 10 foot two broad. So nothing spectacular in the athletic testing side, sadly enough. Um, he did play uh, multiple sports in high school. So he did play baseball, basketball, and football. Um, his kind of path to, well, his path to playing in, in college and, and potentially, you know, trying to get into the NFL was a winding path to say the least. He sort of had to wait, work his way up through JUCO um, right out of high school. So he spent two years at East Mississippi Community College, um, did well enough that he obviously was able to then um, transfer, get into Ole Miss. Um, he had a breakout age of 24, so that's not great. Again, I don't even think they gave a percentile for what that is. <laughs> They're just like, breakout age 24, he is the first. We don't have uh, we don't have any other uh, data to support this. 25.3% um, target share in college, 74th percentile, so nothing incredible. Uh, in 29 games for Ole Miss, he had 114 receptions for 1,633 yards, 14.3 yards per reception and 15 touchdowns so as you can probably gather from like the background and sort of the um the information that we're talking about you know it is gonna i'll be honest with you straight up right at the, right out of the gates here it's gonna be he's gonna be a long shot i would say um to be you know significant in the nfl or significant for your fantasy football teams but i do want to cover off sort of like in this process try and cover off obviously all the big names but you know, we want to cover off sleepers as well. We want to cover off guys that, you know, maybe haven't heard as much about, or maybe you've heard and you're not sure whether you should be excited about them or not. Um, and, and to be honest, I mean, I'm, there's, there is a highlight reel out there for Don Ontario Drummond, believe it or not, you can find that highlight reel because he was, um, he was Matt Corral's main man, you know, this last year. So, there are some interesting, some interesting catches and some interesting games that he's had for sure. Um, for me personally, you know, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not really high on him. Um, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I like wrote a draft profile on him and I sort of said he was like, a very, very poor man's AJ Brown, but like broke poor, um, you know, because they came, they went to the same school and they were tried to be used in a similar sort of a role. Sometimes um, he has rounded off, uh, routes he's not very sharp or crisp but his route running he's not very fast as we can see from the athletic testing he's certainly not a burner he's solid with his yards after the catch but not like elite at it so you know if that was going to be his calling card it's not great unfortunately um he's not very flexible it's very it's kind of almost awkward when you watch him like when he does his jet sweeps and things like that the way like i said they try and use him sort of like in an aj brown sort of role but it just looks very awkward he's very like tall when he runs and not very flexible there's not a lot of juke or, or you know um there's not there's not a lot of wiggle to him um he's big body but not very fluid or twitchy is what i've written down um he was used like i said jet sweeps and screens he has pretty solid hands i'll give him that he does have pretty solid hands he's able to bring that 
down some balls. Um, you know, he has solid awareness of the ball ability to adjust. So he's decent with his ball tracking. Um, he does a good job of sitting in the soft spots of zone and just giving a big target for the quarterback to dump the ball off to, which obviously helped Matt Corral a lot. Uh, and he is a pretty good blocker. So, I mean, there are certain things that he does fairly well. I think that, you know, his age, his lack of um, elite athleticism, his um, good but not great in many of his characteristics and traits of what he brings – Personally, um, I, I don't think he's going to be very highly drafted in the NFL if he is drafted. Um, and, and I just I just don't think that I mean, he's certainly an interesting dude and somebody that like I'll be keeping an eye on and I'm aware of um, and see what happens. I mean, he could be a fourth round uh, dart throw for me, something like that, or somebody that I just scoop off waivers and throw on the taxi squad to see what happens, because I do like the fact that he never gave up. You know, he got to he went to junior college. He worked his way up. He got to Ole Miss. He kept fighting, kept working. He did have a really solid statistically he had a really solid 2021 you know to even put himself in a position to be in going into the nfl draft with a hope of getting drafted so i don't want to completely poo poo him and say you know he's he's terrible and worthless but i'm certainly not you know i'm not upping him as as the next big thing or a big breakout or a big sleeper that you need to really keep your eyes out for to me it's going to be more if he does get drafted um and and if it is higher than we think okay pay attention obviously there's something that this some team likes about him uh, and maybe then you do throw that dart in the third or late third or fourth round but he's certainly not somebody that's going to be in my second round or even probably in my third round i'll be honest with you unless he does get really surprising draft capital and a really surprising landing spot Ugh. but enough enough of me um kind of going on here i don't wanna, i don't want to beat the drum too 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 much here see what i did there um no apologies i'm not apologizing for that so i'm gonna throw it to nate nate what's your take if i missed anything am i too low on on ontario is there something i should be more excited about i unfortunately don't have too much to add because you you really hit it on the nail uh hit nail on the head because he's he's not special and i'm, I'm sorry Ontario. it's an impressive story you're out there producing um but the athleticism is certainly limiting, you know, and the production that we saw this year, I think was him being the main focus of that scheme. A lot of manufactured touches, a lot, very, very heavy RPO usage with Matt Corral. So a lot of quick passes where he was designed to be the guy who got the ball. I don't think he was creating yards for himself. I don't think he was creating separation for himself. It was more scheme schematics of you know where the ball was supposed to go it just was you know he was the guy who was supposed to get it and you know that's that's saying something because you know the team wants to get the ball in your hands but at the same time he, he doesn't offer a ton of upside after the catch and I was a little disappointed by the physicality and strength that he brought to the game when you're, you're supposedly almost like 220 pounds you know you should be a bit more aggressive and violent at that kind of weight um so uh, just a lot of disappointment in the, in the film, honestly. Um, some body catches, uh, a lot of body catches mixed in there. Um, doesn't really attack the ball in the air. And the routes, you know, he has some good pacing at times, but overall they're pretty slow routes, and you can tell that, you know, with the athleticism. And he, he's not going to deceive anyone with his route running. Uh, I don't have too many good things to say about Drummond here. Um, kind of, it was kind of painful to watch at times you know i'm also not a big matt corral fan so just mm. the old miss offense this year yeah mm, wasn't wasn't my thing but uh if if you want me to go ahead and give my draft grade for this guy 
I'm probably not drafting him. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, like I said, I, I can imagine myself throwing a dart in the fourth round if he does get like fifth round draft capital for some reason, fifth or sixth round draft capital, and it's like a decent spot. But I would have to have like a pocket full of fourths. Like I would have to have like four or five fourths and I'm just looking for, for stuff. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's, he's very unlikely to get drafted in, in my opinion for in, in my rookie drafts um, by me anyways. Um, but if I've got a spare taxi squad spot and uh, he makes it through the rookie draft and he's just sitting on waivers, I might scoop him up and throw him on the waivers. If he does get drafted, if he's UDFA, um, I'm not even going to pick him up and put him on the taxi squad. I'll just, kind of be aware and see what happens um but yeah i mean there you go we um i want to move on here because i don't want to be too i don't want to fall out with you because obviously you said something very terrible there about not being a matt corral fan so i'm gonna pretend like i didn't hear that and luckily we're not talking quarterbacks in this episode so we'll not we'll not have to fight about that now but uh there you go two more two more uh interesting well semi-interesting prospects in the bag alec pierce definitely more interesting than drummond but there you have it. We have got through two more. And guess what? Come back again tomorrow because we have two more to hit you with. I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver ran, it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said and listen to me. What you really want to do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate.